you're bringing in clients, doing what you love, and frankly, feeling a bit frazzled at the end of each week after seeing how much of your to-do list didn't get worked on, including your marketing. You're so busy serving your clients and students well that each day your marketing tasks get pushed to the next day and the next and then the next, only for you to realize that you've been ghosting your audience completely. And in comes the guilt. But you don't have time to do anything about it, so you're pushing aside the guilt and saying you'll worry about it later. Only later doesn't ever happen until all of a sudden you start offboarding clients and you realize that you have no one to onboard next because you haven't been marketing yourself. Don't worry. I'm here today to share five things that you can do to get out of the feast and famine marketing cycle and keep that pipeline full. You're listening to episode 157 of the Chasing Simple podcast, and I'm your host, Amanda Warfield. This episode was brought to you by the Chasing Simple Content Planner, and you can grab your own at amandawarfield.com slash planner. How do I run a successful business from my home? How can I possibly wear all of the hats? Am I the only one that struggles with staying organized? What am I supposed to do about work-life balance? How can I create a solid schedule and routine? How do I even stay productive? And the biggest question of all, how do I manage it all? And can I really create a business that I love without being chained to my laptop? Welcome to the Chasing Simple Podcast, where hard conversations and actionable education meet simplicity. I'm your host, Amanda Warfield, time management coach, online educator, and crazy cat mama. My mission is to help overwhelmed biz owners get more done in less time so that they have more time and energy for what matters most. If you feel overwhelmed or occasionally lost in the roller coaster that is entrepreneurship, I want you to know that you aren't alone. Those things you're feeling, you aren't the first or the last to feel that way. The hard things you're going through, someone else has already been there too. Each week, I'll bring you transparent conversations, actionable steps, and a judgment-free community to encourage and equip you. So grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever your drink of choice is and meet me here each week for love, support, practical tips, and advice on simplifying your biz. Let's do this entrepreneurship thing together, shall we? Are you looking to improve your content with spending a ton of time and mental energy doing so? Whether you're looking for help knowing what to talk about, setting up content systems, or improving your launch strategy, the Chasing Simple Shop has something for you. From a year of content prompts broken up by type of content to my launch strategy mini course, which will teach you my entire strategy for launching your upcoming online course, the Chasing Simple Shop is the quick and simple way to take your content to the next level and you can get 10% off any item just for being a listener of the Chasing Simple podcast by using the code LISTENER at checkout. Just head to amandawarfield.com slash shop, and again, that code for 10% off is LISTENER. What is the feast and famine marketing cycle, and how does it differ from the content marketing hamster wheel? If you've been around, you've been a listener for a while, you've probably heard me talk about the content marketing hamster wheel more than once, and The content marketing hamster wheel, if you haven't heard me talk about it, is when you start creating content and then you never get to a place where you feel like you can stop. And so what you're doing is every day, all week long, at some point you're creating content and it's just a nonstop hamster wheel that you're running on of constantly creating new content. And that hamster wheel is 
preventing you from being able to make other moves in your business. It's preventing you from being able to set up your website, to set up your HoneyBook or Dubsado to actually bring in new clients. It's preventing you from being able to market in other ways that can help grow your audience. And so you end up stuck in this place where all you're doing is creating content, but because you're not moving the needle in any other area of your business, you're not actually seeing any growth in your business. And so you're not making any money and you're just constantly putting out this content that you think is going to and hope is going to grow your business. But in reality, it's got to be a give and a take. Yes, marketing and showing up consistently is really important. But if all you're doing is marketing and putting out content, you're not able to actually grow your business. And so that's the content marketing hamster wheel. But how does that differ from the feast and famine marketing cycle? Well, the biggest difference is that when it comes to the feast and famine marketing cycle, it's an on and off, on and off type thing. Instead of constantly showing up, you're showing up and then you're not, and then you're showing up and then you're not. And that's the biggest difference. What the other underlying difference tends to be is that more often than not, if you're stuck on the content marketing hamster wheel, you're a newer business owner, you may see content as your business at this point, and you may not, frankly, be making much money at all. Whereas the feast and famine marketing cycle, you are bringing in clients, your marketing is working, you're seeing that growth, you're moving the needle in your business, but what ends up happening is that you do your job and you market really well, and that brings in some clients. And you get to a place where, oh my gosh, I have so many clients right now that my marketing, it just falls to the bottom of the to-do list. I'm not prioritizing it any longer because my plate is so full, can't take on any new clients anyways. And whether it is a conscious or subconscious, you know, thought process, it's usually subconscious, but what ends up happening is you're so busy, you've got so much going on, you just don't have time to market. So it falls to the bottom of the to-do list and you're just focused on client work. Well, however long your client process is, you get close to the end of that and you start to realize, oh, my client pipeline is dry. I had all these projects and I'm starting to wrap them up where I've wrapped up some and now I have more time and oh no, I don't have another client to onboard. There's no one on my wait list. There's no one waiting to work with me. So you go back and you market, 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 and you get more clients. And the same thing happens. You, you get so focused on client work. And then once you kind of bring your head up, you go, oh no, there's no one else to work with me. And so what's happening on the marketing side of things is you're showing up, you're showing up, you're showing up. You're not showing up at all. You're ghosting. You're showing up, you're showing up, you're showing up, you're ghosting. And what we don't want is to be stuck in that cycle. What we want is to be able to continue to show up consistently, just like for those that are stuck on the hamster wheel. We want to show up consistently so that we have a consistent path, pipeline, wait list, whatever you want to call it, of clients. You've consistently got people coming in and saying, I want to work with you. So how do we do that? How do we avoid that cycle? And the answer for both is the same. It comes down to simplifying your content, simplifying your strategy, simplifying your marketing so that you can show up consistently without burning yourself out and getting stuck on that hamster wheel, without 
not having the time without having to ghost. So the first thing you want to do is you want to make sure that you're creating a plan and a strategy each and every month. If you think that you're going to wing it with your marketing and you're going to, oh, I got to record a new episode for tomorrow. So I'm going to decide today what that podcast is going to be about. If you think, oh, I need to post an Instagram post today. Let me decide today what it's going to be about. One, that causes all kinds of problems with cohesion and the strategy and all of that. But two, if you don't have a plan, it's going to stay at the bottom of your to-do list. If you don't know what you need to create and what you need to say when you sit down to create it, it's not going to happen. You're going to look at that and go, oh, that's really overwhelming right now. I don't have the time or energy for that. So each month, set aside some time to create that plan and strategy for yourself. The second thing I want you to remember and to do is to create less content that's better quality. Don't worry about best practices. Don't worry about showing up when everyone says that you should show up. If you only show up once a week on social media and once a month on long form content, that's okay as long as you're really intentional about making sure that the quality of the content you're putting out is strong. And what I mean by that is that you have that plan and strategy and it's well thought out and that it's actually moving the needle for your business. If you don't have that plan and strategy and you sit down at the beginning of each month and say, what's my podcast episode of the month going to be? You're not going to put out high quality content. You're just not. It's not going to be well thought out. It's not going to be something that you know your audience wants and needs from you. It's just going to be, let me pull an idea out of thin air. So make sure that your content is quality by having that strategy and plan and you can create less of it so that people still want to show up and listen to it or read it or watch it or whatever the case may be, they'll still want to do that even if you're not putting out content as often as you would like. But showing up consistently, less often, but consistently than you would like to show up is better than ghosting. The third thing you want to do is to make sure you're repurposing and reusing content. This is especially great if you've been in business a few years and you have, and your messaging has been consistent-ish for a few years. Because what you can do is each month when you plan your content, and this is a whole section inside of the Chase and Simple Content Planner, right? But each month when you sit down to plan your content, you can go, okay, it's March. I'm planning for March. What did I talk about last March? And you can take that content and repurpose it and reuse it. And no one has to be any wiser. You can say, okay, well, This was a podcast episode that I put out last year. Let me take the main points of that podcast episode and turn it into an email for this month. And then that way you've already got content. It just has to be tweaked a little bit and it takes way less brain space and way less time to use it. And then you can show up even more consistently, right? If you say, okay, well, I'm going to continue creating the same amount of content. I'm going to show up once a month on my podcast and I'm going to create one new pod or one new email each month and I'm going to show up on Instagram once a week. Well, if you look back at old content, you could still create that one new email a month, but you could add a second email based off of old content or you could just repurpose old content and that's your whole email for the month too and that's okay. No one's going to remember it. But repurposing and reusing content you've already created is going to make showing up so much easier. The fourth piece of advice I have is to batch your content. You knew this was coming. If you've been around for any amount of time, you knew this was coming, but batch your content. If you give yourself a day, two days, three days, a week, depending on how much content you're creating, if you set aside that time each month to batch your content, it's going to make cohesion better. 
your strategy is going to be better and you're not going to have to worry about that content. So it basically allows you to feel like you're in the feast and famine marketing cycle, but your marketing is actually working for you. So you're able to say, okay, I'm setting aside this two or three days at the beginning of each month. I'm going to create all my content for the month. And then for the rest of the month, I only have to show up for my clients. Marketing is at the bottom of my to-do list. It's not even on my to-do list. All I'm doing is showing up for my clients. But in the background, your marketing is bringing in those new clients. It's bringing in the new people to your audience. It's nurturing the people that are in your audience so that they will want to work with you. It's doing the work for you to keep that pipeline full without you having to constantly be creating content and to be worrying about creating content each and every week. And the final piece of advice is to hire help. If you're not in a place to do this, that's totally fine. Stick to creating less content, better quality, showing up consistently, but not showing up constantly. But if you are at a place where you want to make sure that you're bringing in clients and students and you just don't have the capacity to do the marketing yourself, it's probably time to bring on some help. You can bring on a VA who can take the plan and strategy that you create and implement it. You can bring on a marketing strategist like myself who can create the plan and strategy that you can then hand off to a VA or do yourself. Or you could work with someone that does the strategy and the copywriting, which again, I can do for you. But you want to work with someone who has a full service offer that can do both, that will create the content and the actual strategy. And so that you can just say, okay, take my money, implement my strategy for me. However that looks best, however that works best for you, there are so many different options out there for getting help with your marketing and you don't have to do it alone. And so if you want to make sure that you can just focus on serving your people really, really well, bring in some help. But your action step for this week is to create a content plan for next month. Set aside a day and create that plan. And then, then what I want you to do is to slash it in half. Go through and erase half of the long form content pieces you put on that plan. Erase half of the emails. Erase half of the social media posts. And then use that plan to get started showing up and consistently bringing in those leads so that you're not stuck in that feast and famine marketing cycle. Now, this week's book recommendation is American Royalty by Tracy Livesay. I might be saying that wrong. I think it's geared, supposed to be like a Harry meets Meghan type, you know, premise where, you know, American or UK print, London prince, England prince, whatever. Clearly, I know nothing about royalty. Meets American girl, fall in love, blah, blah, blah. But in this scenario... The girl is a rapper from America, um, and it just, it, it, it's so good. It's really real, well written, but it's also such an interesting storyline because not only are there cultural differences, there are race differences, but you've got these, I mean, I guess this is a cultural difference really, but just this like proprietary, proper prince and then an American rapper. It's just, it's really fun. It's a, it's an interesting juxtaposition. So American Royalty by Tracy Losey. And I will link that in the show notes for you if you want to check it out. But until next time, my friend, I hope that you'll go out and uncomplicate your life and biz. 
Thank you so much for joining me here today, friend. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave a rating and review. This is a great way to help spread the word about this podcast and help other wonderful women like yourself find it. You can find this episode show notes as well as tons of other great resources over at amandawarfield.com. And if you aren't following me on Instagram yet, I'd love to connect with you over there. I'm at Mrs. Amanda Warfield. Shoot me a DM and tell me what you love most about this episode. Thanks for being here, friend. I'll see you next time.